0: All right, welcome back to The Big Program. It's uh, just after nine o'clock in Edmonton, and excited to welcome in our Tuesday co-host, Grant Fuhrer, from Palm Desert. Uh, morning, Grant. How are we doing? We're doing just fine in Edmonton. Uh, you know what? The weather here, Grant, Is you would be blown away with uh, what we're doing here uh, weather-wise. Looking like plus five for the end of the week, and Christmas Day is going to be probably even-steven, so... I don't know what's going on up here, but we're enjoying it. I'm sure you've got a little bit better weather down there, though, don't you?
1: That's a little bit better. (laughs) I think we're going to have our coldest week of the year, so we'll be plus 12, plus 13. (laughs) So
0: uh, what's that mean, only two or three rounds of golf for you?
1: No, we're getting ready for Christmas, so it means for a slow week of golf. There you go.
0: How was your uh, uh, shoot last week, your commercial shoot? It was good. Yeah
1: it a long time since I'd done something like that. So I'd forgotten how much you just kind of loiter and do a lot of nothing.
0: Uh, like, do they have a trailer for you? How's it work? Like what, what, give us a little uh, background on it.
1: No, we actually sat in studio for a while and then they were featuring a small business. So it was a couple of stores down from where we were. So you sit there for oh an hour, hmm. walk down, shoot for a minute, minute and a half, run back and just, Couple of days of doing a lot of walking around, killing time.
0: What did you say it was for? Grant Mastercard, I think. Mastercard, Mastercard. So, yeah. how did, did you do a lot of these earlier, and then, like as you said, you've kind of not done them for a little while here. Like, do you uh, are you getting into it a little bit more with what you're trying to kind of lay down here?
1: Not really. No? I mean, it's something I didn't do a lot of when I played, and I still don't do a lot of. So, hmm. it, it was it's different. But it was a lot of fun. We had a good time with it. I get to do it with a buddy of mine, Jamal Mayer. So we had a lot of fun with it. Uh,
0: so as I texted you yesterday, we're going to have your old buddy Chris Pronger on. And you have you seen his commercials recently?
1: No. I haven't oh. seen that any. I've heard about him, but I haven't <laughs> seen him.
0: Well, yeah. Uh I guess maybe they're on a different feed that you would watch hockey games down there on. But, yeah, he he did one in the summertime with Leon Dreisaitl and Mitch Marner, and they shot it at some lake. We'll figure that out. But I think if you look at the the commercial, and I'm sure there are a ton of outtakes on it, but they would have had a lot of fun uh, shooting it. So you'll have to kind of see if you can uh, locate that thing because Pronger looked like he was having a whole lot of fun doing it. So
1: I don't think I've ever seen Prongs where he's not having fun. So,
0: <laughs> and and did you know? You know, uh, you heard that he's got this new whiskey line out.
1: He's got the whiskey line out. He was running a, a fancy travel business for a little bit, so he's the entrepreneur now.
0: <laughs> uh, and he was on the seventy-five day hard something training system. Did you hear about that?
1: Well, I don't know about how hard. I've seen Bronx <laughs> trained, so unless it's changed since we played. Well, I think he
0: uh, he took took some pictures and he threw them on social media, and I, I don't know. I thought he looked pretty darn good. Maybe I think he was when he was uh, shooting that commercial. I think he wanted to kind of trim down a little bit after the commercial. So, uh-huh.
1: well, I figured that it's either that or his wife cracked the whip. So,
0: <laughs> probably more of the latter. Uh, So, Grant, on Saturday night, uh, you had the uh, uh, Bakersfield-Coachella Valley Firebirds game, and it was a home game, so you did color, I'm assuming, unless you were doing something else. But uh, what did you take away from that game?
1: No, it was actually a pretty good game. I mean, that's one of the better home games the Firebirds have played. Then Bakersfield didn't play bad. There's some untimely goals that they gave up that kind of put them in a hole and made for a tough evening for them.
0: Also in goal for Bakersfield that night, Jack Campbell. Can you kind of throw a little update, Oilers fans' way of what you saw from Campbell that night?
1: Unfortunately, it wasn't good from what I saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Jack made it almost halfway through the game before he got the hook, but he gave up a couple of goals that weren't very good. and it, You can see that there's a lot of thinking going on, and unfortunately, in your goaltender, if you're thinking doesn't usually translate very well out onto the ice.
0: Hmm. What did you think of, like, just the the physical end of it, uh, technique and things like that? If you, say, let in a couple stinkers, what do you make of that?
1: I just thought he was really busy. Hmm. I mean, for a goaltender to move around as much as he was moving around and kind of overplaying things, and I just thought he was really busy, which put himself in some bad spots a couple of times.
0: So... He's got a 3.46 goals against average. His save percentage is 88. Uh, I mean, what do you do with a guy like this that is still trying to find his game at the AHL level? And I'm quite certain I would think that, you know, Oilers management here wants to see what he could do again if he ever gets the call back to the NHL level. So I guess what kind of advice would you give Jack Campbell right now?
1: Well, I think you just got to go back to basics. Tighten, tighten things up a little bit and play like you're having some fun. He hmm. didn't look like he was enjoying himself on the ice and it looks like it's more of a struggle right now and I think you've got to go back to basics and just do the little things in practice, do the little things in games hmm. just to build your confidence back. All confidence for him right now, you think? Yeah, I, it's pretty sure it's mostly confidence. I mean, the technique, when the confidence comes, the technique will follow. But right now, it looks like he's got a lot of things going on in his head, and he's just all over the place on the ice.
0: What have you noticed with uh, the other net miner down in Bakersfield, Olivier Rodrigue?
1: I thought he looked pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, we built up a 4-2 lead by the time he got into the game. So that what, second shot, I think, was a breakaway. So he didn't have much chance on that. But other than that, he looked solid. So I got a feeling we're going to see him here next Saturday when Bakersfield's back in town.
0: Uh, what have you made of Coachella Valley in the last few games?
1: Uh, we started to play better. We'd won four in a row up until the second half of back-to-backs. We lost one nothing to Colorado, and it looked like a tired group that night where we just we didn't play our best game but still had a chance to win the game. So the guys look like they're finally hitting their stride and playing some good hockey right now.
0: Who's leading the way offensively for Coachella Valley?
1: Uh, right now our captain, Max McCormick, has been really good, and... Through that, in the game against Bakersfield, we had five different guys score. So we're getting goals through the whole lineup, which has been really nice. You get the kids and Ryan Winterton, Tucker Robertson, they've been scoring. Cole Lynn's been really good. Hmm. Uh, Andrew Podolarski's come to life now. He's starting to score again. So we're getting goals from pretty much all through the lineup. I always
0: ask you about a local product, Cam Hughes. What about Cam?
1: Hughes has been great. I mean, yeah, he's not scoring goals, but he's got 13 or 14 assists already. Mm-hmm. So, he had a couple of really good opportunities against Bakersfield, didn't quite score. And then we nobody on, played really well on the Sunday game, but at the same time, they're getting opportunities. So, it, it's one of those, we're going to have a breakout at home at some point. We're playing great hockey on the road. We're 10-1 and one on the road right now. So, the home games, it, you've got a lot of different things going on. you got Christmas coming up, so... Sometimes the focus wanes a little.
0: Grant Fuhrer is our uh, co-host on Tuesdays from 9 to 11. We'll have Chris Pronger coming up in about 10 minutes on Sports 1440. Uh, The NHL roster freeze happens later tonight, so we won't see any movement up and down between Coachella Valley and Seattle. But can you compare the amount of movement that we've seen, I guess, in the last few weeks, Grant, compared to last year? Has it been similar or more?
1: For us, it's been a lot more. I mean, last year, John Hayden went up for a little bit. Uh, Andrew was up for a little bit. Max was up for a little bit. But it was a game here, a game there. Whereas this year, we've had guys up and down a lot. Ty Karchi obviously went up last year, and he's still there. Uh, one of our good young defensemen, Riker Evans, is up there now. Mm-hmm. Looks like he may end up staying there. So we've had a lot more movement than what fans here are used to seeing. And it's been an adjustment for the fans and. It's been hard on the cohesion of the team this year. Is
0: uh, As you mentioned, Riker Evans, is he ready to take this next step and be a full-time NHLer right now?
1: I think so. He's looked pretty good up there. He looks confident, and he's been great for us. So I know he had a good training camp, and it, being a young guy, they probably want him to come down, play, mm-hmm. get a lot of minutes, but all of a sudden he's up there, and he looks like he fits right in.
0: Uh, Grant fear with us on Sports 1440. Uh, how would you give an assessment on the goaltending situation? Again, there's been a lot of movement uh, back and forth uh, between Coachella Valley and, and Seattle. But what? Uh, how would you grade what's going on down on the farm and then even up top as well, Grant?
1: Uh, you know what? We're pretty fortunate right now. We've got five guys that have played pretty well. I and mean, obviously, you've got Philip Grubauer up in Seattle. You've got Joey Decord, who played for us all last year and was a star here. Mm-hmm. He's up in Seattle. Uh, Chris Drieger's up there right now because Grubauer's hurt. And then we've had two kids here, Jack LaFontaine and Cale Morris, and they've both stepped in. Cale Morris was the best player on the ice on Sunday in a one nothing loss. I think he stopped 43 of 44. And then Jack played very well against Bakersfield where he's 2-0 and as a starter down here. So we're pretty happy with the way the goaltenders have played.
0: What about this Cale Morris? Can you give a little more detail on uh, you know his background and what uh, the franchise and the organization is expecting from him?
1: Well, you know what? We signed him on a PTO. So he's been down in Kansas City. He's played great in Kansas City. Same with Jack. They were both in Kansas City to start the year in the East Coast League. And he stepped in. The first game I got a chance to see him to play was the other night. And he's very sound, very sound technically, very good positionally wise. And he's a battler. I think that was the biggest thing is he never gave up on a puck. Mm -hmm. And as a young guy, that's what you want to see. You want to see guys battle for pucks and such. And he literally was the best player on the ice the other day.
0: The Oilers play in New York tonight against the Islanders, Grant. and uh, Have you had an opportunity to see what's been going on with the Oilers in the last little bit? Uh, they had an eight-game winning streak, but now have lost to two in a row. Uh, the latest being a 5-1 decision to Florida on Saturday. Uh, any thoughts on what's happening here in town with the Oilers?
1: I thought they were playing really good hockey up until the Florida game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I and mean, the Florida game looked a little helter-skelter, but... At the same time, up until that point, I thought they'd turned a corner and they were starting to play some really good hockey. What
0: about the goaltending situation up here? Cal Pickard uh, played against Florida, had a really good game against uh, the New Jersey Devils. I would imagine we'll see him play in New Jersey on Thursday. But just a a thought on the Oilers' net-minding situation right now.
1: I think it's gotten better. I think Stewart's been really good. And Yeah, he had a little bit of a tough game against Tampa, but at the same time, you're going to have some tough games over the course of the year, and I still get to chuck a lot of people saying, well, you're playing him too much. <laughs> well, he's, what's Stuart, all of 23, 24 years old? Yeah, I think 24, yeah. I, if I can play 79 games as a 34, 35-year-old, you're not playing him too much. The amount you play is a mindset, and you manage practice time. The games are the easy part of everything. It's the practices that are hard, so that's where you manage it. You manage the practice time, and a guy can literally play every day if he could manage his practice time properly.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that Grant because uh, I was talking to Mark Spector earlier on the program, and uh, we were just talking the fact that you know that Chris Pronger was going to join us at nine twenty. And the the year that Chris Pronger came to the Blues, uh, you were already there, and you played seventy nine games that year. You know, as you said, as a thirty four or thirty five year old. It's you I was know. an old guy by then. <laughs> well, yeah, but no problem. Uh, you know, so again, you, you know, they play three and four nights here. I mean, you did that many, many times, and and again, it's just about managing your workload, correct?
1: It is. And practice is harder than games. So if you're going to play three and four a night, you back off your practice time a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very doable. It's it's a mindset. Once the game starts, your mind's fresh. It's your body follows when a game starts because adrenaline kicks in, it takes over. And the hardest part is listening to everybody say, well, you're playing too much, you're playing too much. So you just tune the outside world out and you just play.
0: Uh, When we come back, we will be joined by your former teammate, Chris Pronger. Is there anything off the top of your head that you're thinking about in the last, you know, when we, we uh, texted last night and said that Prongs was going to be on anything off the top of your head that you were thinking about, you know, having a discussion with him today?
1: Ask him how he liked me when he was in the lead for the plus minus award.
0: <laughs> so, how did that work? What's that story again? Because he was.
1: We oh, had a million dollar bonus and we were playing in Anaheim one night, and I'd given up a <laughs> shitty goal. And Bronx came back and yelled at me, basically. So I proceeded to follow that up with another shitty goal and reminded him that I controlled his bonus. <laughs>
0: So he never made it, eh? Oh, no, he got the bonus. Oh, well, good stuff. Well, that's going to be a, a point of our conversation for sure. When we come back, uh, Grant and I will be joined by a uh, former teammate and uh, fellow Hall of Famer, Chris Pronger. That's uh, curious Fear, Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Time now for the Puck Report, brought to you by Fountain Tire. Fountain Tire is helping you stay on the road safely with flexible payment plans to suit your needs. Talk to your local store about their financing options. Learn more at FountainTire.com. As we welcome in Chris Pronger to the big program. Uh, We just lost Chris Pronger. We're going to get him back in about one second. Uh, The Duke is working on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey that's how it works, you right? Everyone all right, we've we got it, we're ready to rock and roll, and then something happens and a little disconnect. But um I was just looking at uh, the pictures he was sending out from his uh seventy five days of training hard. So it's something you might have to have a look. He looks pretty good, Fierzy. I don't know. Looks like I said it's almost like he's ready to make a comeback. You know? So
1: it's a new lease on life.
0: Yeah, it's a new lease, all right. Uh, let's welcome in Chris Pronger to the big program. Prongs, you're with Kevin Carries and Grant Fury, your old teammate and friend. Uh, thanks for hopping on Sports 1440. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, what are you doing? Fury? <laughs> Prongs? What's up, buddy? Not much. Not much. I saw, what's your, with, what's I with, saw your old what's backup, with this new nood-
2: fitness the noodler. <laughs> last week
0: you saw uh noodles mclennan prongs
2: i did yeah i saw like oh edmonton native you yeah. know we try to keep everybody all together right
0: mm-hmm. well you've been pretty busy here with this uh, 75 day uh workout regime what's that all about
2: yeah <laughs> i needed to drop a few lbs and i needed a little challenge so i figured uh best to do that program a friend of mine uh here in st louis is andy Priscella, who put the program together and runs a supplement company here called first form with his brother sal and his partner chris klein and um i've seen the results a number of times from uh from people that uh, that have done it a number of friends have done it and said it was a a great experience and thought i'd give it a try
0: looks like you're making a comeback
2: I don't know about that. 49 (laughs) years old with a
1: knee replacement.
2: (laughs) Looks can be deceiving. Go ahead, Fierzy.
1: So does that mean you're in better shape now than when we played?
2: Uh, Probably when I first got there and we were in the fat club, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) So when you went
0: to St. Louis, Prongs, 95, 96, you come over from Hartford, and Grand Fuhrer plays seventy nine games that season. What, would, what did you think of that?
2: There were uh, a number of times where we're looking at Mike going, "Can you give this guy a break?" <laughs> like it, it was, uh, it was incredible to to be in the fat club with yours, and he's looking at Mike going, "Don't worry about it. I got it. This is not my first year. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to prepare." And uh, you know, and then to see how he played and practiced and you know just a professional that he was it was uh it was incredible to see uh mike as fierzy knows was not uh not short and not quick to pull the trigger and pull him if we gave up a breakaway early into a period gave up a short you know gave up a goal what have you uh he would pull he would pull fears and look at us and scream and yell at us and then We'd go score a goal, and then he put Fierzy back in. (laughs) There was a lot of uh, uh, pulling of the goaltender, if you will, to uh, apply pressure to the rest of us players and and try to give Fierzy a break when he could.
0: And, uh, Grant, when you saw a young, I guess, 20-year-old defenseman come in from Hartford, what were your, I guess, initial impressions of Chris Pronger?
1: don't no, Prongs. You knew Prongs was going to be good. We just happened to share a doghouse for a little while. So... (laughs) But no, it, it, when a guy can play 30, 35 minutes a night and play the way Prongs played, where you spent a lot of ice time and mean minutes. I think that was the other thing is, yeah, he's a good offensive player, lots of finesse, but people forget Prongs is mean around the net and it was great to have.
0: So uh Prongs in the, in the, the last little bit you've been doing a lot of commercials you've been uh, you know every game you're on uh, that we watch up here we're, we're you're on every you know three times or four times a night like i mean this is this is big time for you
2: yes yeah big time i get a lot of calls like would you please get off my tv (laughs) i'm sick of seeing your face i was uh i took my kids up uh fishing and we were watching the stanley cup finals last year and they and they kept playing the commercials last year uh the first set of commercials that i did (laughs) my kids looked at me like Enough already! I'm like, I don't buy the airtime. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so, but uh, they, they turned out great. I thought.
0: And, and this one, the, I guess, the last one that everyone really gets a good chuckle at is the the one with Leon Dreisaitl and Mitch Marner. I mean, how much fun was that to shoot that?
2: It was. It was great. Uh, as as you can tell, I'm the uh, pigeon in the group and get worked over, but uh, I get to display my goaltending prowess. <laughs> Uh, now that I want but, to uh, see. <laughs> yeah, no, not not good. Uh, took a couple to the arm and the. And yeah, now I know how you junk. feel when Jeff Burton coming down the wing, blasting him, <laughs> Uh
0: And then even uh, one to the melon too, right, Brons? Uh, there was a little bandage on your head
2: there. There was, uh, yeah, a little, uh, a little bit to the head. I did uh, get one in my private parts. Um, oh, you got the full experience. Few, uh, I got the full experience as, as the uh, goaltender du jour of the day. So <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun, though. Um, you know, we were up at Mitch's Cottage in Muskoka, and um, I didn't realize Leon lives uh, about an hour, hour and a half away from there. So it was, uh, it was great to meet those guys and chat them up and, and kind of, uh, I'd never met uh, either one of them very long, so it was good to kind of hang out with them and, and kind of get a feel for uh, for the new stars of the game and, and kind of what their career is and where they're headed.
0: No stunt doubles at all, were there?
2: Uh, absolutely not. I don't think we had the budget for that.
1: <laughs> so I, I I do my own stunts, as far as he knows. <laughs> so I'm going to guess you probably had a little more fun than they did then.
2: I uh I may have had a little bit more fun than they did. I think they were they were worried about the clock and I'm like, "Listen, I'm We were at Mitch's house, so I think he was like, "Okay, you guys need to get out of here." So I can relax, but um it was uh it was really good. Just uh we had good camaraderie, a lot of fun. I think they they took it uh you know as 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 good as they can, you know, as you know, as you know fiercey when you're in the moment playing the game and, and you know, the, your career is so short, you, you try to stay as focused as possible. And, and you try to take the off time as, as, as much as you can, but, uh, but both had a really good, uh, had about them and, and had a lot of fun with, uh, with the, uh, script and kind of everything that, 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 uh, that we needed to do jumping off the top of his roof and things like that. But, uh, <laughs> uh insurance companies may or may not have approved of, but, uh,
0: it, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Chris Pronger, our guest on Sports 1440, the Kevin Carey Show with co-host Grant Fuhr, Uh just coming up to 9.30 in Edmonton. Another uh, initiative that you've been uh, just kind of working on and releasing, uh, Prongs, is this uh, whiskey line, and it's called Journey Whiskey. So how did that all come about for you to get this process and get, uh, you know, a whiskey going, uh, I guess, under your name?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, thanks. It, it, uh, it, My brother and I have been talking about doing something for the last three or four years and trying to partner together and do something fun. And, and you know, as we all know, sometimes it, it doesn't come out of uh, thin air. You, you've got to have things fall into place. And uh, a friend of his made an introduction in Niagara Falls Craft Distillers about two and a half years ago when uh, they were looking for uh, to partner with, you know, Canadian Canadian kids from small town Canada and, and, uh, um, you know, we fit the bill and, and as long time, uh, whiskey drinkers ourselves, we've put a lot of R and D into the, <laughs> to the product. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was a good fit right, right out of the gate. You know, we had a really good rapport. We, we wanted to be able to control the, the flavor profile and, 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 how the, the whiskey expressed itself and, and just the marketing and the branding and the naming and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we wanted to really immerse ourselves and, and be a big part of the business. And uh, and that's what they were looking for too. So it was a, a really good fit right out of the get go. And, uh, you know, my brother and I, we lived in California. We would FaceTime, we'd get samples of kind of what we were looking for. We'd FaceTime, we'd, we'd take a sip and kind of critique and say, all right, here's what I want to here's what I would change, here's what I like, here's what I don't like. And we took three separate instances for that to happen. And on the third try, uh, we both looked at each other after taking a sip and we're like, okay, hey, this is it. Hmm. And then from there, we, we started you know, going through all the the governmental, legal legal things that you got to jump through to, to get something like this to come to fruition. And uh, we launched six months ago in uh, Missouri first here in St. Louis. And then from there, we're now in Ontario. Uh, hmm. a couple months ago, and, and uh, we're in New York now, uh, and uh, we will be out in beautiful Alberta next month. Hmm. I will be making an appearance in Edmonton. Wow. Uh, I believe on uh, January 15th. We hmm. haven't uh, announced it, so you guys are breaking news right now. Congratulations, Kevin. <laughs> hey, breaking news, here. January 15th, I will be in Edmonton on a, bottle, a couple bottle signings, and... Uh,
1: uh, a hard launch at Sobeys and a few other locations. Oh,
0: pretty cool. Go ahead, Grant.
1: No, I I'm impressed. I yeah. got to say, how did we come up with the name journey? So the, the biggest thing for us was,
2: you know, my brother wrote a book called the journeyman and, you know, basically describing his up and down, <laughs> his up and down hockey career from, from uh, junior all the way through to college and <laughs> all ranks, etc. Play, played on 16 teams in 11 years and bounced around a little and, uh, you know, gave himself the moniker the journeyman. And, uh, and as we started kind of talking about different names and, and kind of really discussing, we start, always came back to the journey of life, the journey, what's the journey all about? And, and for us, it's, it's the people you meet, the stories you tell. You have a bad day at work what's the first thing you want to do? You want to have a glass of whiskey. You want to tell somebody about it. You want to tell your friends. You want to tell your family. You want to tell your loved ones. You have a great day at work. You have a huge success. You sell something big. You win something. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to have a glass of whiskey. You want to tell somebody. You want to tell your friends, your family, your loved ones. And so it really just became all about the journey, the process, the stories that are out there, the stories we tell. And so that always just resonated with us and kept coming back. And and so we just decided, you know what, the journey just flows, it rolls off the the tongue like as smooth as our whiskey. So what? it uh <laughs> it just became a uh something that we just kept it always came back to the journey and uh, and so we stuck with it.
0: The smooth notes. Uh uh Chris Pronger with us, Kevin Carey's Grand Fuhrer on Sports Fourteen Forty. Mark Spector was on earlier today, prongs, and wanted to know he said that you sent him a text about a month and a half and he said he was going to talk about as much as he could possibly about your whiskey as soon as he got a sample, but he's not, he hasn't got one yet.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm flying. I'm I'm flying all the way to Edmonton next month to personally hand deliver a bottle to Mark because I know he's very high maintenance. So I needed to personally deliver it. I know he likes, a lot of attention Well, yeah
0: he needs a lot of it too <laughs> uh on another subject uh, after uh on tuesdays as uh frank saravalli who you know from your philadelphia days he had a question for you prong something to the effect of "Oh, wow ask chris pronger what he called me in some certain scrums and didn't allow me to ask any questions so what was it
2: it's a family show, I don't know if, if yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to use that language on air, but I would I would basically just tell I'd say, All right, pigeon, you're up first. <laughs> don't mess it up. You get the first question. <laughs> and and as you might suspect, it was usually not a good question, so I would have to bypass him the next go round and go back to the usual uh suspects in, yeah. in Philly. You
0: you had lots of fun with the media though, didn't you? <laughs>
2: I I tried to. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you see him every day. You see him on the plane. You see him on the buses. You see him, you know, in the rink, obviously. But you try to – you can only make – you can only say the same old cliche so long. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to be able to have a a thick skin around him, obviously, because things aren't always going to be going well. You're going to have tough days. You're going to have bad games. You're going to have tough stretches. And you got to be able to – grin and bear it in the tough days and be able to smile and, and kind of tough through it. And it, uh, I, I always like to just, I learned early on, actually, you know, my, my time in St. Louis with Grant, mm-hmm. uh, watching some of those guys and how they handled the media, Holly and Al and courts and Jersey and Gretz and some of these guys, in my first couple of years in St. Louis, just how professional they were. And, and, and just, you know, they've got a job to do as well. You're trying to promote the game. You're trying to grow the game. You you, you got to give something a little bit more than good Lord willing, we're going to, we're going to win next game. Uh, and, uh, you know, you try to give them something that they can write about and talk about. And yeah. And by the way, uh, you got to rip them a little. You got to give them a little crap here and there mm-hmm. just to keep on their toes and keep modest. And, uh, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that I learned was, you know, as I matured a little in my career and as I got gained more experience was, I started having kids of my own, and I kind of toned down the intensity a little bit and 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 you know started having a little bit deeper conversations with them to get' them, get to know them a little bit more on a personal level and you're able to figure out kind of what they're looking for how they like to ask questions and, and you can kind of give them little tidbits that that they're gonna be able to write about them hmm.
0: I think Fiers, you wanted to ask you something about a plus minus story
2: <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does, so we're, we're does. in l a final. Final game of the year, I'm winning the plus-minus award at the time by I think I was up by two or three over Larry Murphy who was in Detroit, and uh, I had a million-dollar bonus. <laughs> this is back when you could have bonuses and things like that in your contract, and so uh, LA was out of the playoffs, so it was a meaningless game. We're already in our spot. They're out, you know, they're out of the playoffs, so it was a meaningless game, and uh, we get to. We get to the second period, I think, or early, late in the first, and uh, somehow Fierzy funnels one right through his five hole into the in, into the net, and I'm looking at him like, seriously? You know what I'm playing for, right? And he, as only Fierzy can, he, he chuckles he's like, "Do you want me to funnel another one in?" <laughs> Immediately putting me in my place, I'm like, "All right, I get it, I get it. Let's let's." Let's finish this game strong, please, so I can get my bonus. You guys all are going to be able to participate in a, a nice little dinner along the way. So let's uh, let's finish strong. So, uh, as Piers, he knows, and uh, as anybody who has played goal, he knows, you always have the last word.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes, bless your play with Holly.
2: This is true. This is true. Then you then you you just be quiet and let him finish. Otherwise, you just you just stop. listen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shake your head and listen. You're right. You, you guys
0: had lots of fun on those St. Louis teams, though. What was that like?
2: It was it was great. You know, we had, uh, you know, just, a, you know, that, that first couple of years with Mike, we had a cast of characters. I mean, I think he was kind of Resurrect the old Chicago Blackhawks, the old New York Rangers, the old Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> when you look at the the players that he would be bringing in, you just go back to those scenes and just look at the the team photo and go, "Yep, yeah, we got him, we got him, we got him, we got him." It was uh, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun though. We, there was you know like I got to play with Jay Wells, I got to play with Charlie Huddy. I got to play with Fierzy, Gretz, Dale Howard, Chuck. I mean, I just. You keep going back through, you know, a lot of these guys that I followed, you know, in in my childhood days and then into my teens and junior days, and got a chance to play with some of them. Learned an awful lot uh, over those couple of years in St. Louis, and we had all those guys there. Craig McTavish, another one. Um, you know, it was it was a, a tremendous learning experience, and, and obviously you get to to hear the guys talk about the old days and talk about. You know, whether it's Edmonton or New York or Chicago or, or you know, how Mike was here or there, et cetera, um, it, it was a, a a lot of fun. You know, I think them being as established as they were, they kind of knew how to prepare, knew how to, you know, come ready to play, et cetera. And, and you know, you're just a, a young 20, 21-year-old kind of taking it all in, learning and and listening a, a fair amount, occasionally speaking, and uh, and just going out and playing uh, playing the game you love. It was uh, it was tremendous.
1: No, I think there's a little bit of fun had with that group. <laughs> I mean, just a little, <laughs> just a little on the ice, off the ice. Practice was a lot of fun.
2: They uh, we you know that's the one thing I, I I learned. You know, we we would have some heated practices where Mike. Mike loved his short practices, thirty, forty minutes, high intensity, uh, you know, speed. Uh, but he also liked to see competition mm-hmm. and, and see you push yourselves against one another, uh, and 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 really kind of drive that inner competition amongst the group. And uh, there was a few times he, he had the fist, the gloves came <laughs> off. He saw some fisting up here and there, <laughs> but. Uh, it, it, it was uh, it was great to be a part of and, and, a, and a great learning experience for me that really helped me kind of mature and develop into the player that I became.
0: Chris Pronger on the uh, Kevin Carey Show with co-host Grant Fuhrer on Sports 1440. Uh, Prongs, we get some... Uh Text coming in uh, just to one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty from our listeners. Uh, I'll just kind of sum up a whole bunch of them. Just to, to, can you express your one year that you played here in Edmonton and how close you guys were uh, to winning the Stanley Cup and uh, you know what your memories are of your time here in Edmonton?
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was great. Uh, um, you know, obviously to come one game short of, of winning the Stanley Cup and and just to see the city come alive and, um, you know, the support that we got, how loud the building got. And, and just, you know, that kind of gave me a little taste of what the eighties were like for Fierzy when they were winning all those cups and, and, and what it must've been like, uh, you know, going down white Ave. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it just, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, we had a great group of guys. We, We really came together at the right time. Um, you know it, it, you know, it sucks that we lost. <laughs> you know, there's, we always hear, you know, I've, I've gone to the finals three times, lost to them, and, um, you know, there's always moments like, oh, you guys you guys shouldn't have been there, or you guys, I'm like, absolutely not. We, the way that team played, we, uh, in, in my eyes, we were better than Carolina. I still believe that to this day that we were better than Carolina. If Rolison stays healthy and, and we don't lose that game one, um you know i'm 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 almost positive we win that series and, and and win it decisively you know we were dominating that game it just you know it sucks that things like that uh all, they always play a factor you know it takes a lot of luck it takes a hot goalie it takes you know chemistry it takes you know players peaking at the right time there's so many factors that go into hmm. winning a championship but uh uh, I have nothing but fond memories of, of that year in Edmonton, that's for sure.
0: How much did you learn from that that season, that playoff run, and what did you take to it uh, when you won in Anaheim then?
2: Well, I think that just, just that alone, having the experience, getting there, understanding what it's going to take, the sacrifice, the dedication, uh, and then all those factors that I just pointed out, I think really helped me um, in in the next year when, we, when I was in Anaheim and we won. You know, once we got over the hurdle and we started getting into the playoffs, and, and, and we we had a real good understanding. Scott Niedermeyer was the only one on the team that year that had won a, a Stanley Cup, so everybody was hungry. Everybody, uh, you know, we had beaten them the year before when I was in Edmonton, so, we, you know, they, they had that taste in their mouth. So there was a, a lot of players that were hungry a get back to the conference finals and then get to the Stanley Cup finals but it wasn't just that it was just that single-minded belief that we were going to win the cup and anything less was just not going to happen Mm -hmm. and and everybody in the locker room believed and 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 truly understood what it was going to take to be successful and 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 to have a championship and and to raise the Stanley Cup over your heads and and uh you know I think when when you get a group of people from all the way from ownership to management to coaching staff the players training staff all the way through the organization uh that have that that mindset and that belief, you know great things are going to happen and 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 that team certainly had all of that and more uh and, and it was a uh, obviously a a great run and a great year uh in Anaheim to win the cup that year it was just phenomenal.
0: Hey, Grant, how dominant was Chris Pronger when you saw him come to St. Louis and then, you know, I guess followed his career to where he came to Edmonton 10 years later and then, uh, you know, closing out in, in Anaheim and Philly? How, how would you explain that?
1: Uh, you know what? Prongs, most nights, was one of the best players on the ice. I think that's the great thing. And we came playoff time between him and Al McInnes. They literally played every second shift. So think of a seven-game playoff series, how rough, how mean it was back then. And Prongs and Al could literally play every second shift. So you're looking at 35, 37 minutes every night in the playoffs. And he got better and better as his career went on, which is really saying something because he was outstanding in St. Louis.
0: Uh, prongs besides shooting a commercial every second day and having it run every second spot <laughs> <laughs> on every broadcast known to man and, uh, starting a, a whiskey company and, uh, getting in top physical condition. What else is keeping you busy right now?
2: Oh man. Well, now we got, we got all our kids home, uh, from school, Both my two boys go to SMU in Dallas and uh my daughter's in ninth grade now so hmm. everybody's uh back home in the nest uh for christmas break and just you know i just try to keep my good habits and keep working out try to eat as healthy as i can and hmm. uh keep the train rolling and make
1: sure You sure heard I'm, that uh, right <laughs>
2: taking, that's right that's right <laughs> taking care of uh trying to take care of the body it uh I had my knee, right knee replaced a couple of years ago, and uh, you know, wanted to lose a little bit of weight and kind of work on that. And and uh, it's it's starting to feel really, really good again. I had uh, I had somebody reach out to me yesterday about playing in an alumni game. And I'm like, <laughs> I just got this thing feeling good. I don't really think I want to tempt fate and uh, throw the blades back on and do anything after a, a, a six-year layoff. I think I'm all set in that regard. And, um, hmm. So, but uh, no, I just kind of loving life where it's at. You know, I travel a little bit to, to promote the whiskey and, and get people to try it. And, uh, you know, just kind of work out. My wife and I travel a little bit and just kind of living life, kind of like Jersey. You know, I don't golf as much as Jersey, but, um, you know, just kind of living life and trying to live, live the best that I can. You know, you I still dabble in the travel business. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, travel business and, um, you know, we, we do that we've got, you know, I, I do enough to keep myself busy. How about that? As uh, busy as I want to be. How many and, years, uh, you know, just, just live life.
0: How many years prongs is when you were working in kind of like, that was an advisory role in Florida?
2: Yeah. So I worked, I did uh department of player safety, uh, for, for three years. Uh, in, in New York and then I worked three years in Florida under Dale Talon, mm-hmm. a senior advisor to him uh, and then that was uh, that was good enough for me
0: if an opportunity <laughs> presented itself again <laughs> with another team wherever it may be how much would you entertain that opportunity in whatever capacity it might be
2: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's 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 my political answer and it's actually my answer i learned a long time ago never say never but uh, the answer is no and i mean i'll listen to somebody if they want to talk but i'm i'm good I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I always, whenever I'm we have, where
0: I am. <laughs> whenever, uh, Prongs, whenever we have like guests on with Grant and, and guys like that, I always say, uh, you can ask Grant a question. Grant, if you got a question for Prongs, go ahead if you can think of something. And
2: just one quick I, one for you. I actually me. have a question for Fierty. Okay. How did he become so good at handling
1: the puck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we ever jumped in that very good category we we're were we in the efficient category <laughs> so lots of practice lots yes. of being yelled at by my defenseman yes. good was story,
2: story. Uh, well, what's the story Fierzy
1: did you ever hit me in the chest with a puck I may have done that more than once Prongs was yelling for a pass and I might have hit him right on the numbers <laughs> <laughs>
2: He thought he was—he thought I was playing football, and he hit me in the numbers with the puck. I'm like, actually, ah, six down
1: here. Gloves are over here. <laughs> Luckily, I was fast and got my face out of the way. No. <laughs> hey, Talent—you had talent, so I can throw it to you anywhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: Furyz, have you got one to, for prongs here? We got to kind of get rolling here too. I know he's a busy guy with his whiskey and the training and everything. So
1: I'm dying to—I want to say, I wanna know. So you played a goalie in a commercial. Do we have new respect for goalies yet?
2: Oh, always curious. you know I always respected the, go- the goalies. <laughs> I always respected the fact that you're the last line of defense. There may have been you know the only time I ever had a problem with the goalies is when they start giving the desks and start looking at guys and blaming guys. You do you I'll do we know we screwed up. We know we need to help you. We know we know you're the last line of defense. Um, I have a tremendous amount of respect for goaltenders. It's when they start blaming other people when you already know who whose fault it was as a player, when you deflect it in, in on your own goalie, or you get in the way and you screen your goalie or do something dumb as a as a defenseman. Um, you know, you certainly know that it's uh, uh, yeah. some of these goalies now. They need to they need to watch their p's and q's. I think.
0: You know, the only thing that I can't believe in this whole interview is that. Fursey is the only guy on the planet that hasn't seen this commercial yet.
1: little <laughs> <laughs> disappointed, actually. Now I'm gonna have to go YouTube it. Yeah,
0: I think you can see it. Oh, man. Yes. Um, hey, Chris, right. thanks, thanks so much for taking some time. I know. Uh, again, uh, Patty Garland reached out to you, and I, I, I know that yeah. when you said that uh, you were going to hop on with Grant, it was kind of. Uh, you know, you're really looking forward to it. So, I uh, really appreciate you coming on. Have a great Christmas uh, and uh, a wonderful holiday season. Uh, thanks for doing this.
2: My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Good chat with you, Fierzy. You too, Kevin. Yeah,
0: take care. Merry uh, Christmas, pal. That's uh, Chris Pronger and our Puck Report brought to you by Fountain Tire. Uh, ask about their seasonal tire storage once you get your winter tires put on, and they should be put on. Well, Boy, that was a. We went a long ways with that one, didn't we, Fierzy? Oh.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Prongs, Prongs is awesome.
0: Now, did did he ever do uh, an impersonation of you? No. No? Okay. Mark have-
1: Bergerman did that a few times, but not Prongs.
0: Not Prongs? Okay. Well, maybe Bergerman we might have to get him on.
1: Oh, he is one of a kind.
0: <laughs> well, he's on the list for next year. How's that sound?
1: Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Uh,
0: when we come back, uh, we're going to... Flip things up. we got to do a couple quick breaks here, I guess, eh, Duke? Uh, we'll take a short time out. This isn't even the update yet, is it? <laughs> We're back with uh, Grand Fear on Sports 1440 right after the break. Stay with us. Well, that is a
1: great Christmas song. Like,
0: is that a newer one, or how old is that from George Strait? I don't know how old it is, actually, but it's, uh, I mean, it's not not brand new by any stretch. I mean, I don't, I don't know if George is still pumping out new music or not. Well, speaking of George Strait, uh, I'm not sure what you did Sunday night, Duke, as you crawl into the rack after a tough day at the uh, Tropicana Orangeman game. Uh, but at, when I crawled into bed on Sunday night, just flicking through the channels. It's kind of what what I do. And, you know, depending on what's on, there's could be a game. And, you know, Sunday Night Football is sort of wrapping up. But George Strait was on with, it was Willie Nelson's 90th birthday party. So everyone was singing with Willie. And Willie was really giving it. I was impressed with Willie Nelson. He was outstanding. Uh, Grant, were you able during the commercial break to find the Chris Pronger commercial with Leon Dreisaitl and Mitch Marner?
1: No, but I'm going to when we get off the air I'm definitely going to track that down. <laughs> yeah. Prongs is a goalie I have to see.
0: You I bet you laugh out loud at it. There's just no no getting around it. He has the ability and I mean then you know they got pickleball involved in it or pickle pickleball tennis I guess it was sort of uh and I mean I think they just had I would love to see the outtakes. I I don't know where a guy could find those, but I thought they were it was pretty neat. Uh, what what was your takeaway with just, I mean, we talked to him for 40 minutes.
1: Oh no, Prongs is so much fun, and he was fun to play with. I think mm-hmm. that was the other thing is we both got to St. Louis around the same time, and playing against him when he was in Hartford, you could see he's got immense talent. And every year I got to play with him, he got better and better. He got more confident every year. And as you can tell, he's got a little bit of a sense of humor. <laughs> so we, we – we enjoyed each other's company and had a lot of fun over the years.
0: Yeah, you know, I was lucky enough to do quite a number of games that year when I was filling in for Morley Scott doing color with Rod Phillips. I think I did 14 games that year. So um, to see the team come together the way it did down the stretch, and obviously he was a big, big part of it, uh, I uh, it was probably the, the best time for me as being in broadcasting for for 35 years. I just really really enjoyed it. Uh, text coming in one 833 401 Pronger was the most impactful oiler uh, the team has had for the past 30 years um, Pronger has been my favorite player from Tarek uh, since I was 6 years old um, thirty six now. Loving the interview. Uh, Will goes great interview. Uh, I still hate him passionately. I mean, a lot of fans really wanted him to stay here for sure. I missed the last half of the Pronger interview. Did you guys talk about the 0-6 Cup run and how utterly dominant he was? Yes, we did. Be and you can find those. Uh, find the extent, uh, the extended version, of the whole interview. Uh, it'll be on social media and Spotify and all those uh, things. Here is one for for was for Chris. We never got to it. Uh, it comes from uh, Victor, and I, I think maybe you can answer it, Grant. In Pronger's opinion, and I think we're going to say the same guy, who's the best overall defenseman in the game today? So if you were answering for Chris, I would imagine he's going to say one guy or two guys. What? Who do you think he says?
1: Hmm, best overall in the game today.
0: Hmm. I, I just thought, two- I, yeah, I thought he would just go with Kale McCarr. Yeah, I, you know, off
1: the top of my head, you would have to make him the best.
0: You know, I think Quinn Hughes is having just a sensational year in Vancouver, but maybe you add the size into it, and McCarr, like, oh, let's not kid ourselves, he's not even in the same ballpark as being, uh, you know, aggressive and, and nasty like Chris was, but, I mean, maybe no, he goes maybe he goes Victor Hedman? I don't know.
1: Hedman's awfully good. Yeah. But I think Makar's the best in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you don't we, really have. You sorry. don't really have anybody in the game that's like Prongs that had that much skill, but also had that mean streak. Who?
0: I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Is it Headman? Is the closest?
1: Yeah, but he doesn't really have a mean streak. No, same, Dar- same Dar- skills. He can be.
0: Darnell Nurse a little bit, but nothing. You know, the, nah. it's not a. We're Experts. not comparing. Yeah, just trying Experts. to think. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think if Darnell added a little bit of meanness to his game he would be close to what Prong's was
0: because mm-hmm.
1: he's got all sorts of offensive abilities, has got lots of talent and I think he gets himself more room if he adds a little bit of meanness to it.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. Um, when we come back, we will, uh, I guess we're going to go, are we in or are we out with grand fear? That's coming up after the break. Uh, we were a little late to getting to this one. Thanks to uh, Chris Pronger spending a little extended time, but before we get to the top of the hour and uh, are you in or are you out? Here is the Duke with a sports 1440 update.